Dun 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 dun. Welcome to Happy Project Podcast. Hey! Yay! Welcome to Happy Project Podcast. My name is Peggy, and um, over here wearing a full coat and tucks and tails. And a top hat, and a monocle, and a cane. You go really all out for、um, weddings, don't you? Yeah, just don't watch the YouTube video version. You look so dapper. Anyone might mistake you for an emperor penguin because you're just all、Ooh. tucked up. Yeah, but in reality, I'm just wearing a t-shirt. No, don't, don't, don't ruin the dream. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> have you ever worn a tux? I've never、I、seen、have. you in one. Yes, and this is fitting for what we're talking about today. But、mm-hmm. I actually was part of an old friend's wedding party, and I wore a tux. Were you the best man? No, I was just one of the groomsmen. But you weren't the worst one. Doom doom. Well, I mean, I might have the opportunity to see you wearing a tux sometime in the somewhat near future. Perhaps there might Perhaps, be a reason、maybe. for that. And、um, would you? Would you like to to say the reason for that? Because we get married, yo. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we are, are engaged. For those of you guys who have been listening but haven't been paying attention, yeah, <laughs> right.、Uh, for all of、yeah. you guys out there, yeah, we've been engaged since、uh, December of last year. Yeah. So we've been、It's、engaged, been but we、months. literally have done nothing <laughs> since we got engaged in terms of planning for. This is literally the first time ever sitting down and talking about. Yeah, potential wedding plans. Legit. This is really the first time. Legit. Wow. <laughs> so we're gonna plan this together with you guys. Okay, guys.、Yeah. Whatever comes out of this podcast is what we're going to do, and that is not a promise. But we are going to talk about wedding plans, and the reason why is because actually planning a wedding for us is a little bit more.、Um, there's a lot more steps involved than say if you're just planning a wedding. If you have just family in America, or if you're planning a wedding and you just family in Korea, or it's very straightforward, this is how weddings are done in our country and our culture. In our case, we've got a couple of things to think about, and、um, I never really thought about them until I actually got engaged. And so we're gonna go through a little bit, little bowl. <laughs> <laughs> mm. A little bowl. No, no, something happened there. That was weird.、Um, let me put my lips back on. We're gonna talk about this little by little. We're going to first.、Uh, well, we're gonna talk about American wedding traditions for some of our non-American listeners, and then Korean wedding traditions, and talk about which ones maybe we'd like to incorporate in our quite、um, unorthodox wedding that will probably happen. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of like a. A la carte, just picking、yeah. and choosing what we want to put in, which is cool. So that is that is the benefit of being mixed、mm. between two different cultures. You、mm-hmm. get to sort of merge the two, which I love. Which is cool because weddings, you know, are some of the most、uh, formal or also most communal and、uh, still traditional ceremonies or events that can happen in your life. And so it's kind of cool to be able to have a, a bit from here and there, and put it all together, and hopefully something that would be memorable and cool. Right. Yeah. So wedding planning. Why is this? Why? What are some things that we have to consider when we are planning these? 
Man, we're planning hours in yeah. specific. I mean, so I think the biggest one for us will be the location. And to tie that in with、uh, family, we got to、mm-hmm. consider family and location. Well, more so for you because your family is in the States, but you also have family in Korea.、Mm-hmm. I don't really have any family that I'm aware of that's left here in Korea. So we're trying to figure out how to. I guess, invite everybody and let、mm-hmm. everyone be a part. But then、mm-hmm. also, there's friends.、Mm-hmm. So we have to figure out how we're going to consider the location. How is that going to work? Where are we going to do it?、Yes. How are we going to do it? How many times are we going to do it?、Uh, oh, I like that. Yeah. So that's, that's probably for us. Honestly, I mean, it starts with that、mm-hmm. because then we can't plan anything else unless we know where we're going to have it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and who's going to be there. And、uh, it's a lot of things to consider because I think some people are just like, well, why didn't you just have a wedding where most of the people are? And then everyone else who can come just fly on out. It's not that easy because you also have to consider we've got language differences going on as well. So, you know, if we had, say, we held a very American style wedding in the US and then just fly out Korean family to the US, how are they going to get here? It might be a little bit difficult. And also, The ceremony is it going to be held in English? Is it going to be held in Korean? We've got people who are familiar with one style versus a different style. So, these are a lot of things that are kind of going through our minds, or mostly my mind, I think. And、uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it too. Are you? Yes. What do you have a song that you want to play? A song? Yeah.、Um, it would have to be between, no, not between, because we're going to have. All of them. Gonna- <laughs> just one song and we'll just play it all <laughs> night long. No, let's see. It would have to be, you know, the one and only. What is, what is. Oh, oh, okay. Human nature. What? <laughs> I did not see that coming at all. The way you make me feel. Okay. And are you just going to keep listing them until I、Remember、get a good reaction? <laughs> We are the world. Thriller? Thriller. There we go. That's, that's more communal.、Bye、Get everyone to, to just well, dance together. Because everybody knows the thriller dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea.、Uh, okay. So, Thriller is our opening song, or you could walk down the aisle to it. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You're, you're going a little too far with this. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let's,、uh, we'll bring it back. So,、um, I've been to a lot of weddings、uh, around the world. I've been really fortunate to get to go to weddings to my friends. Go to my friends' weddings in many places around the world. And everybody's wedding has something special and something unique. But some of the most unique ones that have stood out to me I visited、um, Fiji and there was a wedding there, Indian Fijian couple. And、uh, it was so Indian style, but also Fijian.、Mm-hmm. It was really cool to. So, so one person was Indian? No, well, in was... Fiji, there's actually a big Indian community. Oh, I see. So I'm assuming the, the bride and groom. Were probably first gen or second gen Indian, but they carried a lot of the Indian culture still. So they had the music and the food and then the, her dress that she was wearing and henna. It was so gorgeous. But then, of course, we had many guests who were Fijian wearing their traditional wear. And so it was really, that was really something special. And I still remember that one. Or、uh, the time when I was a bridesmaid for my friend in Vietnam. And I really liked that one because、uh, what we did is we started at The groom's house, because luckily they were, well, they were from the same town.、Mm-hmm. So they weren't too far off. And then we walked the whole wedding procession, except for the elderly people. They, wore, they rode in these little carriages that someone was biking. Cute. <laughs> Everyone else was walking in our full dresses. We wore like the traditional dress in our heels, and、uh, we walked. 
from his house to her house. And it was a big procession. And everybody could see us as we were passing. And we'd say, she's getting married today. This is the wedding. And it was it was pretty cool. And, you know, people passing by and waving. And like, oh, it's a wedding. It's a wedding. So that was a really special occasion. See, this to me was very symbolic of like, it was a very communal thing. Mm-hmm. Especially when right. they're from the same town. Wow. It was really special. That's I don't know. I feel like I've only been to mostly American style weddings that are mm-hmm. all pretty similar. I what I've noticed is, yeah, there were certain elements that were different in each ceremony, but overall it was pretty much the same. You yeah. have like the same couple of pastors who would rotate out and uh, officiate, officiate, and then um, and then you just have like maybe one wedding would have a communion, another one would just have like a special song or something mm-hmm. like that, and so I probably went to eight or 10 weddings that were very similar. Mm. Um, and then I went to one Korean wedding mm-hmm. here uh, with uh, actually someone that you know. Mm-hmm. And he he's actually not Korean, but his wife is. And so they had more of a just, I guess, a modern Korean style mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I've never been to, from my memory, any other like cultural style wedding, mm-hmm. which I feel like, I missed out on a lot of just good experiences with that. It is something else. Weddings, I feel like people just pull out all the stops. Yeah. But uh, something I've noticed in American weddings, it's funny because we always have this talk about, you should make this American wedding yours, you know. You should, what's what's the word? Like tweak or... or like make it personal? Yeah, like personalize it? the wedding to you. But I also have felt like I've been to many weddings, American weddings, and I feel like there's always... You know what to expect. Sure. And the flow. Sure. I think the biggest difference is, and this is just based on my experiences, is like maybe location. Like you mm-hmm. might have a beach wedding or you might have a backyard wedding, you know, at your house mm-hmm. or uh, a wedding at a church. But for the most part, there is there is a pastor, a licensed minister who is able to officiate the wedding. Because I guess in the States, you actually have to be I think licensed it has to be, yeah, for it to be official. Yeah. yeah. So, uh for the most part, I feel like what makes it different for the traditional American style is just location. Mm-hmm. And of course, like some of the elements that you choose to incorporate. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like you said, I think it's pretty similar. One of the, the nutsiest weddings I ever went to and one of the best ever was in Uzbekistan, Korean Uzbek family. And they got <laughs> they got married. It was huge. And we had it's interesting because it's a Korean community, Koryosaram in Uzbek, Uzbekistan. So we had a lot of like Korean style foods, but they were not really Korean. To give an example, you know, we guksu at Korean weddings, the noodles to mm-hmm. indicate long life. But in Uzbekistan, it's called guksi. And so I was, I was like, I know this, but the flavor is a little different. They're like, oh yeah, it's guksi. And I was like, guksi? Guksu? So you can see that they carry some of those elements. But what was so crazy about this wedding is halfway through the reception, which, by the way, lasted like 10 hours, we just danced from night to dawn. They had um, synchronized swimmers (laughs) come to the hotel pool, Uh and we all stood around the pool as they all swam, (laughs) which was wonderful. Uh And then we had, do you call them go-go girls? I don't know what you would call them, but halfway through the reception, we had two women come in skin tight, full, like leotard outfits that were mm-hmm. sparkling and they danced on elevated platforms right. to like this crazy disco music and they just danced all night long with us at the party. It was so 
fun and nuts. And I'd never, ever seen that. That's what I want ours to be like. That's the kind of wedding celebration you need to have. Yeah. I mean, because like the ceremony is great. And for some, it's like, you know, a very big spiritual significance. Right. For others, it's sort of like you just have to do it. But mm-hmm. I think the most memorable part is the reception. Yeah. So yeah, even though we have this mindset of like American weddings are just so free, whatever, do what you like, personalize it. I also do feel like there's there's an element of of rigidness, rigidity that exists. But what we're going to do is talk a little bit about these American wedding traditions and then Korean wedding traditions and decide here and now what what are some things that we would want. Okay. For our own wedding. Sounds good. And I'm a little scared because, again, this is our first time ever talking about this. And I I hate to think that, you know, I'll bring up a tradition. I'm like, I hate. And you're like, I love that one. It'll probably happen. So this is (laughs) a test of our relationship happening real time. So in American (laughs) weddings, when they let's start with the engagement. Something I learned pretty recently is in Korean engagement, it doesn't actually really happen. Traditionally, the families would it would be a matchmaking or they would get together parents would be parents be like yes you can be part of our family because it's two families coming together as mm-hmm. opposed to two individuals and american weddings it's more like you know the guy typically asks the bride's father for her hand in marriage is that right. usually how it goes i mean yeah i think traditionally but i don't know how often that happens anymore really yeah i mean think about it like i i, I think i think it's a little less of a thing hmm. now i feel like it's more because like i don't know i'm i might be like speaking out of like ignorance but i, th- I feel like a lot of americans now are very much more like individualistic in mm. that you know if i want to marry this girl then i should be able to marry her and then they'll they'll ask you know so even they'll get if- engaged first and then maybe tell the parents oh, after yeah. i've seen i've seen a lot of those incidents right. so i don't i don't know i think um it depends on probably culturally or subculturally in America mm-hmm. uh, what you believe in terms of marriage. Hmm. But yeah, I don't think everyone does that I anymore. I guess not. Well, you did. I did. You did that. I nervously did. Which was nice. Yeah. But uh, in Korean traditional weddings, they actually, uh, the first time the bride and groom met sometimes would be on the wedding day. So like we mentioned before, American weddings, you know, it's mostly happening at churches. Sometimes you can have other venues or at home. Korean weddings traditionally were done at home and now they have these things called wedding halls. And these wedding halls are of varying degrees of luxury. And so, of course, some are extremely expensive, like really, really expensive. And some are just like, oh, you just rent it. And um, oftentimes these wedding halls, they run the thing from the beginning until the end. And they're so well done it's it's like machine work so i feel like sometimes people can be jaded by just how structured and how just in and out the korean wedding hall style is like Mm -hmm. would you ever want to do korean wedding hall um you know i i thought i did a couple years ago but the more i think about it i i don't because it's it's not original Mm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you can't really do it the way you want to you can't right. set it up the way you want to and so and, and plus it's like your wedding ceremony is going to look just like the one that is going to come in right after you yes you know so i i don't know i don't think i would necessarily want to yeah yeah the korean wedding hall there's some benefits as in you get the wedding planner the wedding dress the the mc you have the the decorations and typically the buffet hall in the same building, oftentimes, all in one package. 
So in the States, you know, you have to get your caterer over here. You have to go buy your dress over there and you get your makeup artist over here. But the wedding hall is just all ordered up for you. Mm-hmm. Everything. You can even have uh, fake bridesmaids or groomsmen as part of the package, even though you don't know who they are. And they're just hired in. So there is some convenience in that. Yeah. Let's talk about one of my favorite parts of the Korean wedding. At least the modern wedding. Okay. The buffet. And- Uh, besides that, oh. actually, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the one Korean wedding I went to here, man, it was like some crazy food. But um, it is the fact that all the guests are in a low-key way required to bring money. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's, I guess it's an understood, agreed-upon thing that mm-hmm. if you attend a wedding, that you're going to bring and give yes. the couple money. Yes. Or not even just the couple, but sometimes even it's sort of like to... the couple and their family mm-hmm. or whoever actually paid for the wedding. That's right. So I remember when I went to the one Korean, Korean wedding here, uh, the first thing that I saw after I walked in into the lobby area was a table mm-hmm. with a box where you can actually put your money into. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I already knew that I had to bring a little something. So I was prepared, but it was like, man, it's crazy. Cause it's literally like you're paying to come to the wedding. Well, in a way you are, you're paying for your buffet ticket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Cause you put in the money and then they'll actually give you your ticket stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. For the buffet. Everyone has a buffet after the wedding. Right. Yeah. And so it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I think, you know, I don't know if there's a limited amount or a minimum amount that you're sort of expected to give. Probably 50 to 100 minimum. I feel like 50 is it. Yeah. yeah. Especially for the young, broke, broke kids yes. that come to the wedding. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure though that some people will give hundreds of dollars. Of course. Or even more Because maybe. Because the thing is, in a way it's tallied. You keep track. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this was from the bride's side. And you, even, you can even write, oh, I wrote for the bride. I'm, you know, groom's cousin. And so... In a way, it is kind of a way to brag as well, if you want to we have this much money. I gave this much money to the bride. And so the bride's family remembers that. Oh, but they gave us oh, 500 for this wedding when she got married. Oh, now he is getting married and we're going to this wedding. Oh, we have to pay also this huge amount. Yeah. Right? There's a calculation involved. Right. And you, you can't let one person outgive you. Like, right. And not only just the wedding, but just like, oh... I think this is an inherently like a Korean thing mm. because my mom does this. But like if someone gives you a gift, mm-hmm. you feel like you have to return the favor. Yes. If not, then at another time. Yeah. Yeah. My mom does that all the time. I never got that until now. But yeah. yeah. It's a thing. And especially weddings are the time where you make money. On one hand, people might feel like, well, it's really, you know, calculating, thinking about that and got to make all this money. But on the other hand, it's, it's kind of a nice system because you do make some money. Yeah. I mean... At best, or at worst, I should say, you at least pay for the wedding and yeah. the venue and, and all of the services. That's right. But it'd be nice to profit a little. Sure. And I'm sure they do if you're yeah. smart about it. But that is a big difference. Money is typically the gift given at Korean weddings. While at American weddings, there is a thing called the registry mm-hmm. where you can write exactly what you want. I want this um, toaster with a dog's face on it that I bought. From, wow, I don't remember any American stores. Target. Target. And this is the one I want, specifically this one. So you put on your registry. Mm-hmm. Then your friends look at your registry. Oh, Becky wants this toaster with the dog on it. I'm going to buy that for her. Yeah. And then you can check it off. Someone bought it for me. Yeah. So I think it's it's a good idea. For me, I don't know. I, I, I think. How do you, yeah. How do you feel about it? 
I, I just think it depends on the situation. For me, I would much rather get money. Yeah. Because then I can figure out what to do with that money. Yeah. Right? So what do you wear to a wedding? In American weddings, of course, we have the white dress. Typically, the bride wears the white dress of varying designs. The groom, he will usually wear a tuxedo of varying cuts and colors. And then you have the bridesmaids who are wearing dresses that they say you can wear in every other occasion and everyone looks flattering in it and that's why we picked this color because it has to match the theme of the wedding but you can't look prettier than the bride but don't worry it looks great on you too <laughs> this is the bridesmaid dress and uh and then the groomsmen will wear i guess matching tuxes or yeah or sometimes a groom will stand out yeah. like i've seen a groom wear the white tux and mm -hmm. then their their party will wear just black or another color yeah and they're usually similar yeah they complement each in, other in what they wear yeah And then the mother of the bride or mother of the groom, they will wear something nice. And it's very just formal wear, typically speaking. Yeah. Yeah. But in the, in the Korean wedding, it oftentimes the mothers are wearing hanbok, the traditional Korean dress, even in the modern weddings. And so uh, there's even, um, I, I found somewhere that there's even a color, certain colors that the mother of the groom and mother of the bride will wear. Oh. And so other people cannot wear colors like that so mm -hmm. that they stand out and have their moment other guests unless you're older or maybe a grandparent typically are wearing kind of like formal american western style as right. opposed to hanbok right yeah yeah i've also noticed at the one korean wedding that i went to that not everyone necessarily dresses up like who right. attends right, right, right. so i feel like it can be casual casual can be okay mm -hmm. and i suppose for american weddings the same holds true but i feel like It's more of a more of an expectation yes. to, to dress up to you look know, nice. You know why? Because American weddings, everyone's accounted for. Because you have to RSVP and you're on the mm. guest list. They know you're coming. They know you're showing up. So right. they're expecting to see you. Right. But Korean weddings, it's it's not always like that. It's like your your mom's friend's sister's daughter is getting married, and so your mom says to your her friend's sister can i bring my daughter becky and mm -hmm. then they say yeah just bring her and then my mom's like there's a wedding come on we're going so oh okay and then i just go right it's kind of like that because you know a lot of other 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 people people can come whether they're on the guest list or not i don't even know if there's a specific guest list for everybody either mm -hmm. in the korean weddings mm -hmm. just bring a little cash in the envelope ding, and you get your buffet ticket right mm -hmm. i've been to multiple weddings like that because the buffets are good Yeah, you could probably get away with like just slipping a 10. Yes. Because it's in an envelope. That's right. But I think you have you to put the envelope. You don't have to write your name. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't always have to write your name. Shoot. But uh, still in the Korean weddings, again, the modern style, they will also wear the tux and the white dress. And I haven't really heard too much of this find the perfect wedding dress thing going on. Mm. In the U.S., it's a big deal. You got to sure. find the dress. There's whole TV shows dedicated to finding the perfect dress. But in Korea, sometimes you just rent the dress from the wedding hall. They just have dresses and you just pick one and that's one you wear. And so you don't have to keep it, for example. You don't have to spend too much money on it. I also think that is pretty smart. Oh, really? So I'm, I'm a little on the fence about the wedding dress. Yeah. Because half of me is like, I want to keep that forever and ever and ever. And that should be my wedding dress. But then the other half is like, but why would I spend a lot of money on a dress I'm going to wear once? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of 
agree with that mm-hmm. in a sense of unless you're going to be like your super sentimental person you and you really would value that forever and just like wouldn't mind that being in your closet taking up space i feel like it's more the memory of the moment versus the actual dress yeah now i might get stoned for saying that all the ladies out there but it is nice to like 20 years later put on your dress and be like i still fit right i think as long as you have a lot of photos and videos yeah but i don't know i'm just thinking more of a from the economical standpoint in the practicality standpoint there's also the dress heirloom thing that happens in the states like my great great grandmother wore this dress when she Mm. ran off with the mafia boss and they got eloped but this is the dress that she wore and we've got one photo proof and then she passes it on and on and on then her granddaughter wears it there's those kind of things that happen right but you're like basing it on you know the assumption that perhaps your daughter and granddaughter would want to wear it exactly or if you would even have a granddaughter yeah I think it's smart myself, as long as you find a beautiful one. Mm. But traditionally, in the wedding, of course, the bride and the groom were wearing the hanbok. And there were specific colors as well. If you look at photos, you might notice that the bride typically would wear red. And this symbolizes enthusiasm and active energy. And the groom would typically wear blue, which represented healing and relaxation. This is the yin and the yang. This is balanced energy. And this is based in the Confucius ideals of the time. You know, I... I just not realize that because mm-hmm. all of the traditional photos that I would see, the colors are typically the, yes, the same. Yes, the red and the blue, mm. just like that. And the guy would wear the hat. And uh, sometimes in the wedding photos, you notice she's wearing the red stickers, the red mm-hmm. dots on her cheeks. And I found that it can either represent <laughs> youth and virginity or it's meant to ward away evil spirits. So I'm not entirely sure. It could mean both. But uh, that's what the, the red circles represent. And I think that is based in a more shamanistic religious background. Mm-hmm. But you can see those in the, the uh, photos that a lot of times couples will take for their wedding photos. Speaking of wedding photos, how are they done in Korea? In Korea, they are typically done at a studio. Mm-hmm. And again, this is very similar to a wedding hall where they got this down to a science. Yeah. Uh, you can pretty much rent out a studio and a photographer and it's I a get, wedding studio. Yeah. And they have different sets and <laughs> what's they have funny, different dresses. Right. What's funny is whenever you see like a Korean wedding photo, you know, it, like it all, they all have the same vibe. They all have the same vibe. Yes. They have the similar vibe in terms of location the or the poses. sets. And they have like that same Photoshopping, mm-hmm. right? Like the super perfect skin. <laughs> They always have like the big window with the white yes, curtains yes. and she's like leaning on it towards him in the long dress. And then he's standing with his legs crossed and his arms in his pockets looking very casual. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think um, for like the studio, I mean, that's quite smart because you just it sort is. of like you just you have your formula and you just do it. Yeah. I mean, you still get photos on the wedding See, day. This is the thing. Yeah. Because in the American wedding, they always have the ceremony and then they have time cocktails for the guests mm-hmm. during which the bride and groom and bridesmaids and the party and everything, they're getting their photos. And it's like, right. quick, 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 we only have 20 minutes because we got to get to the reception. I think it's so rushed. Yeah. 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 And this is why in the Korean weddings, you have a studio ahead of time. And, you and it's usually never really with nice. the, it's, it's never with like your bridal party or anything like that. Because there is a, no bridal party. Mm. It might be your siblings, perhaps, or your, your parents. Sure. But no, there's no, no bridal party really. Sometimes your friends if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But it's usually just focused on the bride and groom. So, okay, on the count of three, you've got to tell me you like that idea or not. Yes or no? Do you like it? One, two, three. Yes. yes. 
<laughs> I do like. I it. really want to get them very done. efficient. Yeah, and they're probably efficient. That is the least romantic word you could have used <laughs> to describe this. And beautiful. It's really <laughs> oh stop. Really lovely. <laughs> You're too late. Yeah. The really traditional wedding photos. Nobody was smiling in the pictures. You've seen yeah. those, right? Like the traditional where they were the hanbok or like... Cause Not I've seen, even like in modern. Yeah, I've seen like in the 80s yes. or 70s photos. Yeah. Like they just, they look, <laughs> they just look so really mad. mad. Yeah. Right. When I guess my parents got married... You can see my mom's not smiling. My uncles are not smiling. My hymeni is not smiling. But my dad is like, <laughs> he's, he's got this huge smile. Yeah. And I, I think my dad had said people were like, you ruined the picture. <laughs> Why are you smiling? So that was, that was a so thing. so funny. Yeah. So in the older photos, you can see they're not smiling. And mm-hmm. I'm actually not exactly sure why that is. But now people are smiling in their pictures. Okay. Um, what... What I guess, uh, what, what are some other things that you want to put in yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, so they have, um, what is it called? It's, it's where you, you have the parents, they throw the chestnuts, right? Mm, pepe. Yeah, so they, so they have, um, basically, it's, a, it's like a ceremony after the wedding. Yeah. And it's usually performed uh, after the main ceremony mm-hmm. to symbolize the entrance of the bride into her husband's household. And so they're wearing the traditional clothes mm-hmm. and uh, they usually have like uh, this garment or sort of like a, a big fabric. old yeah, fabric where the couple will hold on to it uh-huh. and then the parents have to throw in these chestnuts, right? Chestnuts or dates. Or dates. Chestnuts and dates, sorry. Yeah. And I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, like however many the couple catch, yeah. that's how many kids are supposed to have. So the dates represent sons. And the chestnuts oh. represent daughters. Interesting. So they toss them, woo, in the air. Mm-hmm. And then you can catch how many you catch. So you catch four dates and five chestnuts. Look at that. You're going to have four sons and five daughters. And if you don't want any children, when they throw it in the air, you're like, whoa, oh, <laughs> yeah, I missed that. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Or you can pick and choose. Parents oh, only get chestnuts. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just kind of a fun thing and to see how many children you're going to have. Yeah. The Pebec, it is a smaller ceremony and... Um, it's more intimate. And I actually saw that originally traditionally because the bride is entering to his family, the mm-hmm. groom's family, that only the groom's family was present. Really? I think traditionally that's how oh. it was. Now, of course, both sides are present. But they have a table, a big table set where the parents sit. And on this table, they have nine different types of food. And each of the foods represents something different. So the dates, this represents rising early and working hard. And then you have chestnuts. This will ward off evil spirits. Uh, and then you have dried meats and sweets. This is going to represent, oh, her mother, bride's mother, will treat the new son-in-law well with kindness, generosity, and ginkgos to represent the parents' eternal faith to their son, which is that's nice. <laughs> so they have these kind of uh, foods representing things, and the parents sit there at the table. And then uh, they, the newlyweds bow to the parents. You have the kunjol, which mm-hmm. is the big bow. You maybe have seen this where especially, I think um, the bride, is. this is where she puts her hands together and then on the ground, and her forehead touches to the hands, and mm-hmm. she's kneeling there. So she needs her assistant to help her attendants. And they serve tea then to the parents. And when they do, then the parents and sometimes aunts and uncles and harmonies, they will then offer words of advice and wisdom to the newlyweds. So I think this is kind of like a toast time, right? Sure. Yeah. Very similar. And 
it must be noted that you can also see something similar in the modern version of the Korean wedding, mm-hmm. where the uh, the groom will bow to the parents, yes. uh, the the new in laws, and yes. then vice versa. In the ceremony, you're talking in about. the ceremony, yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's usually that's one of my favorite. That parts, always to be, makes to be me honest. cry. Oh, does it? It does. Yeah, because it's so symbolic of just like I will be very faithful mm. to. Not just my wife or my my groom, but I will be very faithful to her parents as well and to his parents. Because again, the Korean wedding is not, it's not just one person getting married to one person, but it is the the merging of two families. Yeah. You know, the the wedding that I did attend, uh, the husband... Uh, was initially not accepted by the the bride's family mm-hmm. because he wasn't Korean, mm-hmm. and the beautiful thing was really up until pretty much the marriage day, mm. the wedding day, uh, there was something that really happened at that moment where he mm. bowed to to the parents in law. Mm-hmm. And then he got up, and then they hugged, mm. especially the father, because mm. the father was like, ah, you not know, not it. feeling it. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, they really hugged, mm-hmm. and then he hugged the mom, mm-hmm. the mother-in-law, and then uh, I remember like she wouldn't let go, Aww. and that was just like the most beautiful moment. Yes. And I think now everything is is great. Like they they mm-hmm. love him as a son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think not only is that like a tradition, but there's something that really happens that's powerful in that mm-hmm, moment, mm-hmm. you know. And you have to decide like because because at that point it's like okay, there's no turning back. We we might as well embrace this, mm-hmm. or we're just gonna keep you know yeah like pushing it off or pushing in pushing them away yeah. And so I just thought that was probably my favorite part of that ceremony besides beautiful. the buffet. And you <laughs> besides the buffet. Yeah. And you notice too how they bow like the bride. She's standing her hands. She mm-hmm. put them at her waist or on in front of her stomach, and she just bows at the waist, you ninety degree angle, and then back up. But the groom, he's he's doing kunjol like yeah. properly on the ground, kneeling head to forehead to the ground in a big formal bow. So it's, this is not a commonly used bow and it's only for these very big significant moments. So it's very emotional to see that mm-hmm. and to witness like, oh, I'm going to be very faithful to this family. So I, I really love that. So on the count of three, do it. Yes or no. <laughs> this is a big one. One, two, three. Yes. Yes. Of course. Oh, cooks. Of course. This I love is to this see is going to be that. probably one of the most important really? things to to incorporate. Oh, mm. it's so sweet that you want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I just think I just think the parents should be a huge part of just just the marriage mm-hmm. and the relationship and the family dynamics. Mm-hmm. And I think that as like the groom or as the husband, I need to show them symbolically but also realistically that i'm going to take care of you and that i'm going to take care of them too mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for me that's like a no-brainer oh it's so beautiful you know my mom would love that yeah so much i would just like lay prostrate on the floor <laughs> <laughs> and like, then you don't get up you just lay there <laughs> and the pastor's like um the groom may now rise like, <laughs> right no i'm faithful i'll always be faithful and i'm like, get up get up right it'll be wonderful yeah Awkward, but wonderful. <laughs> then uh, there was one thing I forgot to mention, the paybek. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, apparently the groom gives the bride a piggyback ride around the table. Oh, You've yeah, seen I've that. Seen We've this, seen the yeah. photos. I mean, not everybody does it because I admit it's probably a little bit awkward. But if he's feeling especially frisky, he's like, jump on board. <laughs> and then just kind of gallops around the table a little bit. Mm. And if he's even more confident, he can even give the mother-in-law a piggyback ride around the table. Oh, that'd be something. That is something that you want to do of course (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, my mom would love that yeah. too. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. That is very funny. I don't know what it symbolizes. I guess it's just finally to let loose, you know, mm-hmm. because there's no reception. At that point, you're broken in. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Your <laughs> <Right>. family. <laughs> it's too late to go back now. Mm. Um, a reception. Is there a reception in a Korean wedding? I think, I think traditionally when you have it at the home, because they would go celebrate, I think, at the bride's family's house. And then three days later, they would go to the groom's house where she's officially now going to live there and they carry her over in like a palanquin like you know that what do you call it like the the kind of like the box and she sits in it and they yeah. carry her there i think traditionally that's how it would go uh from her house to his house but uh, i think the partying the dancing and eating and celebration stuff i think it happened traditionally at the bride's house but now in the modern korean wedding it is happening again at the buffet you can rent out the restaurant or the buffet or it's part of the wedding hall mm-hmm. as well and that's where you're eating and you know they're going around and they see you and like, oh, who are you? How did you get in here? And you're like, oh, uh, I'm friends of the groom. Like, <laughs> right. No, you're not. Show me your buffet ticket. And that's how it goes down uh, a yeah. lot of times. So, uh, yeah, and then it ends with the buffet. And oftentimes, the bride and the groom stay until the very end. There's no riding off into the sunset in their car with cans rattling behind them and a sign that says just got We're hitched. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it, it feels almost a little anticlimactic at that mm, point. Right? Yeah. But you know, it just peters out and people say, bye, I had a great time. See you. And that's usually how it goes. Yeah. You know, I, I see so many like elements of both mm-hmm. that I want to incorporate mm-hmm. for sure. I want to have the honoring of the parents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. How about the garter toss? <laughs> uh yeah that's cool no i'm not feeling it oh really i don't want to do the garter toss yeah okay i, I was what i was kind the purpose of that uh, i forget but it's to me i don't know i don't want my mom to see me doing that i know it's weird <laughs> right. uh, it's not like hey hey guys here's my leg everybody look at it like it's just weird yeah i'm not into the i mean it, it, it's cool when i see other people do it's fun but <laughs> I, I, I feel a little uncomfortable how about um cutting the cake and then feeding each other i don't see that in korean weddings mm, right um, or if they do, it's more just like, cause Western weddings so do that. I might sound boring, but yes, but I don't want to do the smashing of the face. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I think my parents did we that. we were made for each yeah, other. Yeah, my parents did that. I have pictures of them, yeah. like my dad stuffing my mom <laughs> in her face. Cause it's just sort of like, I mean, it's fun. It's uh-huh. always fun to watch. All these things are fun to watch other people do it. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is, do you remember Chuka? So at the Korean weddings, <laughs> and I know this because I've done this multiple times, mm-hmm. where uh, you have a singer, and this is during the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, in, in Christian weddings in the U.S., you might have someone who sings a worship song mm-hmm. in the middle of the ceremony or something like that. But in the Korean ceremonies, these modern types, they often have, you know, the officiant is explaining, now we're going to have a special celebration song by the friend of the groom. And then somebody will come up and usually sing a very dramatic song. Sometimes yeah. if you have a famous singer friend to come and do it, very cool. But you always have somebody who's singing your chukka, your celebrating song. And mm-hmm. I've done this multiple times. But one of the most awkward ones was it was my friend and it was her brother getting married. This was pretty recent. And um, I had never met them before. It was my first time meeting them. And they just asked me to sing because, you know, they know I sing. And so I was singing. And I realized in the middle of the song, as I was singing this, we we're just staring at each other in front of <laughs> yeah. a whole audience. Nobody knows me except for my one friend. And I'm singing this very like romantic, 
beautiful song. Yeah. And we're just looking at each other. And that eye contact is um, it's very powerful. Yeah. So the chuka is technically you're singing to the couple. Yes. And you're looking at them. So it's yes. not like you're just singing a It's not a, a performance. Right, right. It's... <laughs> For the couple, to the couple, and they just look at you for the yeah. four minutes and a half. And then at the end, the MC says, What an emotional song. Thank you. And then they move on with the ceremony. Yeah. But um, do you want chuka in your wedding ceremony? One, two, three? No. What? You don't? Well, because I, I, I don't want to just like stare at somebody for like four minutes. It's so fun. Uh, yeah. And you know why? Yeah. I want you to do it. Really? I want you to sing the chuka. But I thought, I thought someone else was supposed to sing it. Hey, this doesn't have to be orthodox at all. Okay. Or we could do like a surprise flash mob. Um, <laughs> and you're the only one that doesn't know about how it. How about not? <laughs> but I do think doing a, a nice duet would be, would be fun, right? We could do a duet. Yeah, my I think love, we could. There's only you in my life. We could do that one. Mm. But 10 times better than what I just did. So there's many options. And I think we have come to the conclusion we don't know. Exactly what this wedding is going to look like. <laughs> yeah. But there should be a lot of fun things. If you guys have ideas for what we should do for our wedding, what kind of uh, traditions maybe you guys have the weddings in your country or your culture that you think would be cool if we added that, we are very open. I really do not mind incorporating a lot of different ideas, something fresh and fun and memorable. That can represent us and our families as well. So I guess that's all we have for this episode. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to say, groom to be? Mm, I would say once uh, once we figure out all of our wedding plans, we will figure out a way for everyone to stream in and to give their money. <gasps> Oh, online. you heard it from the man himself. So if you want to know how to stream that wedding, well, then you need to subscribe to this YouTube channel and stay notified so that you can figure that out when it does happen. In the meantime, listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts and you can get in touch at thehappyproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We are The Happy Project. <laughs>